0: Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, dress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. I know it's been a couple weeks since I've been back. It's been a little bit crazy over here. Actually, I'm really excited because I'm working on building out a new, more in-depth one-on-one program where I'm really helping women focus on hormonal issues. So I wanted to create something that catered to these issues specifically. It really covers things that I've always worked with clients with on before, but just getting really targeted on those specific things that really affect hormone imbalances and especially the different things that my clients are experiencing. So it's been definitely a lot of work behind the scenes on that and still a lot of work to go. So I actually have decided that I'm going to, for the foreseeable future, release the podcast just every other week instead of every week. So I will still be consistent and you'll still be hearing new content but it will just be a little bit of a lighter load for me and then hopefully once I kind of get things settled I can get back to the every week schedule so also this won't really change what the content of the podcast is so don't worry if you're like I don't have hormonal issues and I've been like really into the episode so far the podcast is still just generally about how do we live our happiest healthiest lives and get rid of toxic things in our lives in general So definitely don't worry about that. But if you have been following me on Instagram, you'll probably notice that my content there has shifted a bit because I'm really focusing more on hormone stuff. And obviously, if this is something that's interesting for you, definitely make sure you check me out there at the.detox.diaries. So today I wanted to talk about something that's been coming up for me a lot lately, whether it's in conversations with friends, family, clients, things I've been working on in therapy... And I came up with a really great way of explaining it the other day. And hopefully, you guys are following me on this analogy. So basically, I've been doing a lot of reformer Pilates. And at the end of class, you do these stretches. And basically, you're kind of like stretching your legs. So you're doing these circles and all this stuff. And you're kind of, it's like you're on your machine. And there's people to either side of you. And basically, as you're doing it, you kind of have to you're trying to be obviously cognizant of other people because the way that you're stretching, your legs are moving into like their space at certain points. So I was, you know, stretching one day and I just kept thinking like this girl is just does not care (laughs) about when my legs are moving like she just seems like she's moving whenever and I was like annoyed by it because I'm like, I'm thinking about where her legs are. And I feel like, you know, the beat keeps changing. It's not even like we're following a normal cadence of how quickly we're moving. And then I realized that I don't have anyone on the other side of me. I'm on the end. So I'm only coordinating with her. But she has someone on the other side of her. So she's trying to figure out how to time it for both people on either side, which obviously is a lot more challenging than for me where I only have to be coordinating around her. So basically, you know, there's all different kinds of people in these scenarios. So there's the me who's only got to worry about one thing and is kind of annoyed because originally (laughs) because I'm thinking the other person should be paying attention to me. But then there's also this other person who's balancing between two people. So trying to make things work on both sides and probably doing the best she can in both areas. And then there's also the kind of person where they are in the seat that I am, where there's only one person on one side of them. The other person, there's no one on the other side. And they're just moving their legs around without any regard for other people and probably feeling victimized if someone touches theirs by accident. Namely, most likely the kind of person that has two things going on and is trying to time things. So hopefully that made sense (laughs) because I'm going to be referring back to it a lot for the rest of this episode as I kind of try to explain this and tie it to real life. So most often I think we fall into the initial place where I was and where basically we are thinking about other people and our dynamic with them and and we expect the same courtesy in return because we're like we're thinking about what's going on with them we're thinking about their timing blah 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 and like they don't seem to be worried about me and one of the things we're even often taught on this subject or i still say to people when i'm be you know trying to be helpful is how would you feel if the situation was reversed and this can still be a helpful tool when you know you're in any kind of disagreement or situation where your feelings are hurt or you're not sure how to act in a specific situation looking at it from the lens of what if it was reversed how would i feel how would i act but we often think i would you know never do that to them what they're doing to me and that makes them wrong so in that instance That person seems like they're the one who's obliviously flopping their legs around and is just being selfish and self-centered and treating us in a way that we would never treat them. And of course, this is not so simple in real life because we can't just look and see there's no one on the other side of them. We don't really ever know what's going on with other people. We're just kind of doing the best we can to navigate these situations. But in real life, obviously, things are much more complicated and sometimes it is hard to tell what other people are dealing with or if they're just being selfish and you're kind of just being pushed around and having to like tiptoe around other people. But I think that asking that next question is really important when it comes to understanding people and not taking things so personally, which is something that we often tend to do, especially if we're the kind of person that feels like we're walking around all day thinking about the way other people feel. And it doesn't seem like people are thinking about us. So the other piece of this is that when we're having that, you know, how would I feel if the situation were reversed kind of thing, is we're still looking at it as us. (laughs) So how would I feel if the situation was reversed? But sometimes we're dealing with people that are very different from us. And they wouldn't take offense to certain things. Or they would take offense to things that we wouldn't. And I think that this is why it's so important for us to talk to other people about things and not in like a, obviously it's hard to not do this. I'm not going to say that I never do it, but not necessarily in a like shit talking way, but in a like, I kind of want other people's opinion on this because I'm so in the heat of what's happening and I'm hurt and I'm upset or whatever it may be. And talking to other people can really help to pull you a little bit out of it and see that there's some perspective and that there is another person in the situation who maybe has a lot of things going on. So, you know, it could be really good to talk to a trusted friend or family member. Again, not like you're just like talking shit and spreading rumors about somebody, but, you know, you want to talk to somebody that you really trust. And also it can be really helpful to talk to like a coach. I know for me therapy has been so helpful because they can really look at things so... So not knowing the players and so not having like an alignment to you and really just being able to kind of see it from different eyes, which can be so helpful because, you know, as evolved as we may be or as thoughtful as we may feel like we are and we probably are, it's really hard to do this for ourselves. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, this is me, like this is everybody. I mean, you're good if you're here because there's a step below this. (laughs) So... This is somewhere that's totally normal to be. And this is why it's just very important to know that asking those questions to ourselves, but then also talking to people who can kind of help us to to see a different side of it. So, you know, we're kind of not just so in the weeds of our feelings, because obviously that's a very natural place to be. So the first step when you're doing this is really just asking yourself the question of what part am I playing in this? So sometimes it can be that, We just, it's very, we like to think that we are like 100% right in every scenario, but sometimes we're not. And then there's also like, what is the other side of this story? Like what else is going on in this person's life? If there's something really big and really important, sometimes we do, I mean, sometimes it makes sense to just understand that they have bigger fish to fry. And then that's not a personal affront to us. It's just people can only deal with so much if they're trying to keep their head above water and something specific. Like it's it's hard for us to really understand the full picture. But giving people the benefit of the doubt is really so hard, but so important. And I think when it comes to this whole what part am I playing in this Sometimes it can go too far in the other direction where we're being ourselves up and we're always worried people are mad at us and what do they think? And that's not at all what I'm talking about here. But really just understanding that no one's really 100% right in any scenario. So being open to seeing the part you play is a really big piece of actually being the evolved and thoughtful one in a scenario. And I think that that's a really big piece of the conversation that's missing from like what's all out there on social media and all of this. Like there's a ton of talk about like setting boundaries and not allowing people to treat you a certain way. And you're not responsible for the way people see you. It's not your problem. And all of these things are true and very helpful, but only in context, because they can also be used in an empowering way for people to... Treat other people like shit who don't deserve to be treated that way because I think we all know that some people are the one that's that it's on the end with plenty of space and no one else on the other side of them and you're the one who's next to them and with someone else next to you yet you still feel like you need to be calculating everything you do around them because God forbid if you touch them by accident they would go right into victim mode because you broke their boundary Yet there's no regard for you or your boundaries. And unfortunately, this conversation that's out there just seems to be about the putting up boundaries piece and just kind of like being done with people and being knowing our worth and blah, blah, blah. When really, it's it's really growth that comes from seeing that you're not perfect in that situation either. So putting up boundaries can be a really big sign of growth for many people, depending on what kinds of situations they're in. And I'm not talking bad about boundaries. They're very important. I just think it's only a piece of the puzzle. And the real growth is actually looking at the part that you're playing in conflict and tension, because it's not fun (laughs) to have to do that. It's way more comfortable to make everybody else the bad guy, play the victim, even though lots of times we probably are the victim, and I'm not discounting that. But it, it requires some form of us actually reflecting and really landing on what the reality of a situation is and not just immediately jumping to that because it's actually not that hard to cut people out of our lives. But looking at ourselves and uncovering the areas where maybe we have blind spots or maybe our side of the street isn't perfectly clean, like that is where the real growth is And that's when you can more clearly see a situation or a relationship for what it actually is from both sides or, again, what it actually is. We're never going to fully get there because there's always going to be different sides and we're never going to be able to fully be out of our own perspective. But the more that we try to be, the better equipped we're going to be to improve upon those relationships, navigate them, or just decide that they're not right for us anymore. And if you're making that decision, you're doing it from a place of clarity, not from a place of fear and like just making rules and cutting people out without really actually understanding what's going on. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh God, what if I'm that person that's just like whacking people <laughs> with with no regard and just assuming that I'm the victim? First of all, I would say number one, if you're even asking that question, having that thought, you're probably not that person because that is I would say the number one characteristic of being that kind of person is that you've never really owned up to your part. You've never really questioned yourself because questioning really is that underlying piece. It's the knowing that none of us is perfect. None of us are perfect and none of us are always going to be 100% right and always going to 100% be under attack. But more often we fall into a camp where we actually assume that the other person is the self-centered one and they're not thinking about us. But when we really put ourselves in their shoes as much as we can and start to see that they're not perfect either, obviously, but there's something going on on their end too, probably. And their actions maybe aren't necessarily self-centered. It may just be, the best that they can do with the situation that they're in right now. And the more that you can be honest with that instead of just villainizing people, it helps you to really find clarity with what your relationship with them should be looking like. And with that said, you're going to uncover that there are some people that are the ones with their legs just flailing about. And even though everybody has other things going on in their lives, it may be an instance where there's definitely something bigger going on in yours. And that they don't understand that. And they never seem to be trying to understand your feelings. And when you can know that you've done everything in your power to understand both sides of the story and you're not even being met halfway, that can be a really good indicator that that's really not a relationship that you need to be investing in. So I hope that this was helpful and I hope that the Pilates analogy made sense. If not, none of this probably makes sense. But I think it's just, I feel like I am someone who definitely was in that middle camp and found it really easy to villainize people for the way that they treated me and things that happened. And, you know, I've talked through a lot of these things, you know, with other people in my life in therapy. And it's like, in a, in some situations, I can see that there is a 5% point for the other person, which is helpful because it makes the whole situation just feel more... Like, I understand that there's more to it. I get that. But it also doesn't mean that I need to take being treated that way by people because I feel more clear now that I actually have tried to understand the other side. And I do feel like I've truly examined and reflected the way that I've acted and the the things that I've done. And I can comfortably say that I understand where our relationship is and what I want from it based on that and that there's certain ways that I'm not going to let myself be treated and that's that and I think that's the piece that's missing from this boundaries conversation these days because really lately it's just kind of like ooh you did me wrong and I I am worthy of saying that I don't need to care about you anymore so I don't <laughs> so just being aware that really The true growth is in looking at yourself and being like, what have I maybe done that's hurt other people and what can I learn from that and how can I change and evolve and how can I take it less personal when people do things to me that are kind of shitty and kind of hurtful, but they're not actually a huge deal and really it's not even about me because they got tons of other legs that are about to hit them on the other end and I'm just such a small piece of the pie and I have to kind of just let it slide. And that's not someone, in my eyes, that's not letting people walk all over you. That's just being a kind, compassionate person and understanding that you're not the main character in every story because we're not. So I would love to hear what you guys think about this and if you found it helpful. I just, once I thought of the analogy with the Pilates thing, I was like, I feel like I can explain this well. So I'm going to try. So let me know what you think. And of course, if you're enjoying the show, I would love if you would leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow me on the.detox.diaries on Instagram. Reach out. I would love to chat and I will see you in a couple weeks. Bye.